I stood between the Lord and you at that time to show you the word of the Lord, for ye were afraid by reason of the fire, and went not up into the mount. The Lord our God made a covenant with us in Horeb. The Lord made not his covenant with our fathers, but with us. Even us, who are all of us here alive this day, the Lord talked with you face to face in the mount of the f midst of the fire, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. Thou shalt have none other gods before me. Thou shalt not make thee any graven image, or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the waters beneath the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself unto them, nor serve them, for I the Lord thy God am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me. and showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me, and keep my commandments. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Keep the Sabbath day to sanctify it, as the Lord thy God hath commanded thee. Six days thou shalt labor, and do all thy work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it Thou shalt not do any work, thou, nor thy son, nor thy daughter, nor thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thine ox, nor thine ass, nor any of thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gates, that thy manservant and thy maidservant may rest as well as thou. And remember that thou wast a servant in the land of Egypt, and that the Lord thy God brought thee out thence through a mighty hand and by a stretched out arm. Therefore, the Lord thy God commanded thee to keep the Sabbath day. Honor thy father and thy mother as the Lord thy God hath commanded thee that thy days may be prolonged and that it may go well with thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Thou shalt not kill, neither shalt thou commit adultery, neither shalt thou steal, neither shalt thou bear false witness against thy neighbor, neither shalt thou desire thy neighbor's wife, neither shalt thou covet thy neighbor's house,
his field, or his manservant, or his maidservant, his ox, or his ass, or anything that is thy neighbor's. of Jesus Christ in the Father is not as important as the gospel itself changes things and Christ emphasizes two of the Ten Commandments it takes two to get ten Five is not greater than three. The first is greater than the last. Nine is greater than you. Remembering to do four is of greater comfort than forgetting six, seven, or eight. Also, it takes two to get ten. Same, yet ambiguously different. We should think about that. We should think about what he is hoping to accomplish with us. And commending his love is a part of the first step. And having these commandments, these directions, we can hope to find him, not others. In fulfilling these commandments, you find the Lord. He's in those moments. The truth is there when you are uplifted because of the fulfillment of the law. He's there when that happens. And he's, he, he's here. When we are low as well, when we are down, he is measuring to us our propitiation and Seeing his omnipotence in ten fiery, compassionately passionate mentality to get to know the Father. This is his mindset. The Ten Commandments are his a mentality about the fruition of love and the flourishing of love is accomplished through one mind God's head and having Christ be the head of us and the father the head of Christ we can accomplish one mind, one mouth, hearts and souls that are n numerous.
so numerous that we also give up to God numerics. We give those up too. And it's in a logical breakthrough and etching the Ten Commandments on the table of your heart. You should go down the list. Eyes closed or eyes open, you should just recall them. He called them out, we should recall them out. This is how we get to the Father. The Father brings us to Jesus Christ, and Jesus Christ brings us to the Father, and fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. And we should, we have need to fear the Lord, having been so familiar with this place. The world promotes pride, familiarity, and insists that fear of the Lord is either redundant and or ridiculous and they are reprobates those that are in and of the world are reprobates in denial of the one true living God Jesus Christ the Son and the Father who shed his love abroad in our hearts through the Holy Spirit for our sanctification and justification through faith and blood and we bury our sins in the baptismal water and when we emerge His timing for the fire is perfect. And becoming awake, becoming alive, is worth everything. It's worth trading the world where it has nothing to offer you. And you trade the world back to the, them and they that are of it. And we can accomplish the seven rightly virtues and the Ten Commandments fulfilled through love. God is good. The seven rightly virtues... requiring a thirst and a hungering, a craving for righteousness and there is supplication involved and 
our sentiment changes the creation becoming of a disciple is there is newness there are people and there are new people there are not I don't know what a white person looks like I don't know what a black person looks like those are mentalities and they're ever changing instead of steadfast the 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 mentality is being defined still they they don't have anything concrete for their whiteness and their blackness and so i i never saw i never saw one so i can't understand that and the mentality that I can understand that is concrete is through love. And love is willing and diligent and vigilant, accomplishing prudence. Prudence is also a requirement, a prerequisite to accomplishing that Christ's tribulation is our rest and resting on the Sabbath in his tribulation. There is our peace. The cross possesses our peace. Prudence is a prerequisite and that's where wisdom is at. She dwells with prudence and Patience is a prerequisite for experience. So to get to patience, you have to have some type of trials or tribulation because tribulation worketh patience and patience experience. And therefore... In a friendly discussion where there are perhaps disagreements, and there is an accomplishment of oneness, and even the beginning of virtuous living. And I believe that the beginning, the first step, is a combination between prudence and hope. But first there must be the vigilance. That's that's being awake, having an awakened, you know, kind of coming out of the spiritual slumber and you're staggering and hoping to stagger straight because of being drunk with iniquities and sober-mindedness is not accomplished through not doing any drugs. People can be sober-minded using medicine. Medicinal remedies one of the medicinal remedies is prudence. Prudence is part of where the sanctification and separation occurs. Prudence has us to pursue. And prudence and hope come together and during tribulation and then there's patience. And we must have good courage and charity 
kind charity. There's a difference. We must accomplish the definition of righteousness. And righteousness possesses prudence, patience, good courage, kind charity. chastity, hope, and faith, which is simultaneously one of the seven rightly virtues and is the seventh fruit of the Spirit. And I really like that segue between the seven rightly virtues and the nine fruits of the Spirit and we can accomplish through the seven rightly virtues and the nine fruits of the Spirit. Love is in there. Love fulfills the law. Ten Commandments are accomplished through steps, a couple steps, and then eventually seven steps, and eventually nine steps, and eventually ten steps, and there is more, there are more virtues, there are more fruits. There are more commandments, and being thorough is crucial and critical. Prudence, patience. Good courage, kind charity, chastity, hope, Jesus Christ, and faith. Hmm. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. The Ten Commandments are scribed on the heart. I, too, am a writer, and bewaring people like me, who are also teaching, I am a scribe holistically. I must be a scribe. I'm a writer. I am teacher. I'm a teacher. I'm teaching. Um, there are laws that I'm putting out there that's, you know, a, 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 I'm a juror, I'm, I'm going to witness against the people at the cosmic court as much as he would have me present what I have eyewitnessed and, and, and eyewitnesses according to this world, the world, they say there's no accountability, there's no um, accomplishment by witnessing what we saw because there's so many, so much research, if you will, suggesting that an eyewitness has not the ability to recall accurately and at the cosmic court Christ is going to steady me I'm going to be nervous and I'm going to be you know hoping to apply the good courage that I have accumulated 
to that. And he's going to steady me. I'm going to apply it and he's going to meet me not even halfway. I'm not going to make it halfway. He's going to step by step with me and he's going to steady my voice. And you may hear sometimes in my voice the war which we are a part of. And there's war on my voice sometimes. We're a part. We're involved with the holy war the holy war is active and sometimes we grit so I'm working on becoming more fruitful and Jesus Christ is going to steady me and is steadying me And the Ten Commandments were absolutely dire. Had to, had to go get those. Had to prudently pursue. So I can, not could, not possibly. So I can will. And so I can shall. And stability that people are debating and arguing, saying they want more, and they throw this word around, makes them sound professorial, and responsible, and if there is restlessness and there's no rest and no peace is pursued in the house he offers us freely rest and anybody who won't take their rest and talking out of the other side of their mouth because they are double minded they're going to deliberately clash because of disobedience and that is begetting more disobedience and contention and the contention begets more contention the Ten Commandments steady me and I'm content I cut it off there I'm not contentious I'm content and the warring that you hear on my voice at times is going to be when I'm squeezing on to Jesus Christ for temperance to resist the wiles of the devil and the agents which choose disobedience, restlessness, contention, instead of contentedness, and I will not bow. To the bow of a zeal that's against rest, peace, purity. The Ten Commandments found in Exodus chapter 20 and Deuter Deuteronomy chapter 5 
we should not mock these chapters. We should not mock the books in which they are, quote, contained, end quote. The Ten Commandments are not contained. Nay. No. They are not promoting self-control. These commandments do not promote self-control. They are promoting action with temperance. And you're going to have a temper. Antsiness is a part of this. And you're going to have to adopt illogically a welcoming mat for anxiety. We should be anxious to do goodness and works that are good. Anxiously being servile instead of sycophantic. Sycophantic people are self-serving and self-loving and I believe I get plenty of love from God and other people that self-love is not the same as forgiving bad behaviors done to us and bad behaviors that we have done ourselves self-love is a precept of the spirit of disobedience and contention. And they are building on that precept, and they have built from that precept before that, and they are getting efficient and still embracing inefficiency but of themselves and not of others and self-love is the hubris and the hubris is poison There is penance that must take place, and self-love, if love is God, self-God doesn't promote penance, it promotes pestilence, prostitution, and a double-mindedness with five points. And those points are destructive. They are pride and envious and 
they are. Against patience, which is wisdom. It's a part of wisdom. And we have nothing to be proud of. I'm not proud of Jesus Christ. I'm pursuing Jesus Christ. Being proud of Jesus Christ promotes stagnation and instability and suffering. And this, this decision to be proud and Checking. Why are you checking the facts? The facts are checking you. And there in lies our our lack of humilities. We we one check the facts. Too, we don't have the courage, let alone the good courage, to let other people discern information. We have no confidence in that gasket, and we believe it's going to blow, and we work restlessly because of our doubts. Our doubtfulness is incessant. We are efficient at doubting and we are efficient at mocking virtue signaling and Patience is for the patients that are sick. They need patience. And we're slapping our jack wab on people because we are afraid of their newness and there are things that are meant for me and there are things that are meant for you and there are things that are not meant for me and you and in us Christ bridging the gap our apartness. We are apart from Christ without Him being in us, not on our mouth and on our lips. And this must be abundant. This must be on our mouth, in our songs. abroad in our hearts, uplifting our souls, and the promotion of pride is vexation. And I don't curse Pride, I get behind God's decision to do so. And 
seeking the kingdom. See where that gets you. It won't be a PR derailing. It'll be a boundary I and other wise people use to promote Christ and or consequences. of the Ten Commandments. I personally want to end this broad, this, this podcast, this broad podcast, and I'm not going to because I feel like I just found the stride against pride. And I want to be thorough and set in accord. And the first commandment God is direct he directs us thoroughly about his frustration he is angry it becomes a justified emotion and he decides to use anger in his pursuit for righteousness And that anger is in the word temperance. And the word peace. And the word faith. The letter A, that's where his anger is at. It's only a few times, and he is definitively writing a book on righteousness at that point. That's the the first the prologue and the you know the point of entry into the magnificent mind and you find chapter 20 Exodus chapter 5 Deuteronomy that God is not welcoming us to bondage even as a bond servant I'm going to become a friend of his and I feel friendly with him Jesus Christ now even I'm ready already already and I want that friendship to be germinating, cultivated, springing forth, uncontained, cats and dogs living together, and the Lord 
It says that I am being led out of bondage. I am yet out of bondage. There is work I'm applying now, even through him. I don't have the ability to do discipleship. I have nothing to be proud of. I have faith in him, and I trust him. I believe you all. I trust him. And thou shalt have none other gods before me. That means self-love cannot be implemented first. And thou shalt not make thee any graven image. That's the second commandment. And that is a anything that we graven and come back to and we relish in. I mean, I'm, I'm not here to debate tattoos and architecture and graffiti and the graffiti on architecture of tattoos. I I'm here, like you, meant to commend his love, acknowledge that understanding means setting a boundary and letting somebody know that there are consequences, but not revealing to them everything. Understanding is accomplished through free will and spiritual discernment and not through um, doing our thing any other way but the way. So thou shalt not make thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the waters beneath the earth, I have need of his salvation for literally every commandment. And if you break one commandment, you are guilty of breaking all ten of the commandments. And I I have literally broken all ten of them. And some of them, there is physical evidence. And some of them, there is spiritual evidence. And I have to trust Jesus Christ. And we all do, because if you break one, you break all ten. It takes two to get all ten. It takes one to break all ten. And so thou shalt not make thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the waters beneath the earth thou shalt not bow down thyself unto them nor serve them so servility being servile civility and being servile are two different things we don't have to just we're not here to serve people that is not the truth. The truth is we are here to commend God's love and he directs our feet and we make plans. So I can plan to serve someone and he can have a different direction. So it isn't just about serving other people. It's about acknowledging his understanding. And he understands jealousy and the application of jealousy having a righteous side 
and the mockery of God, the omnipotent, omniscient, omnibenevolent God, because he has jealousy, is a huge sign of immaturity and of someone who rejects fear of the Lord and someone who rejects knowledge and an understanding is not something that they get with all of their getting and wisdom is who can prove who's more proud and who can covet the most and because of this visiting in the Ten Commandments there's an there in the <coughs> excuse me the denial the refusal the rage against that visitation the father is also going to be visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children I like to consider myself more of a dad deaf and dumb and I believe that fatherhood is best for the father I'm a steward, and I love and have much joy, many fun games with the, any of the children I interact with, not just my own. There are many fun, pleasant, creative games to play, and working creatively is also very fun and the distraction you get from committing to this is there's a wonderful level of peace and those moments are the inheritance of Jesus Christ we are not our own and we are to be good stewards of his inheritance his talents those are his and I love his talents and his talented new people and I am going to pursue further the ten commandments the third commandment after God has made it very clear that he is jealous the truth is God's jealous and he's honest about that trust and truth culminate in honesty and that is a wonderful virtue honesty it, it, it's it's mystical and so we need to be patient with mysticism honesty is gorgeous and thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain honestly for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain and blasphemy is a slippery slope and if you haven't noticed around this world there are many slopes there are many mountains to climb including the mountains of people's hearts and that is the mountain that God moves in me my heart was a stony rigid place and he has tread on me he has walked on me I have become footstool to this. I am earth, uh, an earthen vessel. 
he is welcome to tread on my heart and smooth out the pathways and you all can see beautiful sights from this peak this lump of a man who he is making new through love and other virtues and spiritual fruit one of which is fear of the Lord Jesus Christ and keep the Sabbath day to sanctify it the rest that you can accomplish from sitting still on the the day that he made for mankind he made this for man the man is not for the sabbath we he gave that to us freely the sabbath is for us and he, again his tribulation is our rest meditating on his stripes literally doing that thinking about his walk and you can do that six days it takes that much time there's labor every day to think about Jesus Christ every day and every night and his yoke is easy so I meditate there I stay there and things are easier and pleasantly perfect and the challenges are perfect and not always pretty pleasant they are presently challenging enough And he is uplifting me. He makes a big note in the Ten Commandments about the Sabbath. He takes a lot of time there and expresses to us that the doorway to the doorway is the fourth commandment. <coughs> Bring forth the fourth commandment to the door the sheepfold Jesus Christ honor thy father and thy mother there is no need to hold on to the the hatred of those people there are people out there that hold on to hatred of their mother and father there are people that are sick and they are needing to recover and the remedy one of the remedies for that recovery is prudence and presenting that information to them carefully dual meaning carefully is is how we get to that propitiation um, for other people we can't bring them to Jesus Christ or the Father we can say the propitiation for our sins is the most high pursue this and honoring thy father and thy mother it turns out is not what we Perceive, and we must not lean on our own understanding because the children are they are an inheritance of Jesus Christ therefore consider perspective that's not quote your own unquote thou shalt not kill we're just done makes sense Shouting to kill 
<clears throat> Shouting to kill. <laughs> Where are you? Are you going to get from there? And done. I wish I hadn't even said that. Thou shalt not kill. Repent. Let him work out that part of that. Where there are issues in the sixth commandment in people's lives, let Jesus Christ work this. The one who rose from the kill. Neither shalt thou commit adultery. This is huge. The seventh commandment, thou shalt not commit adultery, being of fidelity and faithfulness. This is something, again, that only Jesus Christ can accomplish, faithfulness. So marriage without Jesus Christ and a faithful marriage, you are talking about, and truly, whether it's physical or not physical, adultery is occurring. Apart from Jesus Christ, adultery is everywhere, including in hearts. So, one commandment is all it takes to break all ten commandments. This commandment is for the willing, first of all. The people that are willful, this is about hoping to invite them into Jesus Christ's world and life because his universe, excuse me, his universe. And this commandment is about our relationship first and foremost with the Lord. Do not commit adultery against the Lord first and foremost. Sobriety is not what you think it is. Sobriety is sobriety. And committing adultery against the Lord who has opted to marry us and that we live in the eternal kingdom denying that is adultery he gives us the perfect proposal it must be adultery to deny even the proposal then if it's he's that perfect he is that perfect denying the proposal is adultery so repent in Jesus Christ's name to the father there's your reconciliation that's your propitiation Jesus Christ yield to him thou shalt not steal don't steal repent for stealing neither shalt thou bear false witness against thy neighbor this is huge this is a big part of it takes two to get ten the second to last commandment and the second to first commandment loving God with all of your everything and loving your neighbors as yourself to not bear false witness against them because the truth and the truth dwelling with that person is so important that we will not bear false witness <clears throat> so that means what we discuss we got to be careful about what we say because we may have bared false witness entirely talking about all of the other things 
instead of Jesus Christ, you're bound to have bared false witness at some point. Repent. Neither shalt thou desire thy neighbors any thing, even their choice, whether it's a vote or a uh, a choice to not vote or a anything, anything they have that's theirs, coveting it is strike one and one gets you strike ten and strike ten is yet another the, the another opportunity that God gave you and me to not strike out we must put everything on Jesus Christ now because that's where our salvation is it's entirely in Jesus Christ and the Lord comes soon the second coming shall be